Greetings one and all and welcome to yet another wrestling podcast, your seemingly weekly dose of wrestling chat. As per, I'm David Hogg, joined by the one and only Mr. Fraser Porter. Hello, Fraser. The one and only, that's quite nice. I'm like Ricochet. Yes. Yeah. That's, you're that's like, who I am. You're like Ricochet, but minus the glorious eyebrows. I would say I have glorious eyebrows. I would say Ricochet's not got as good eyebrows as me. Oh, okay. And you should, uh, you should both fight to see yeah. who's got the the best eyebrows. Well, we can yes. we can set we can set that up at some point. Yeah, it's gonna happen. We're gonna we're gonna uh, brawl. I mean, uh, how, how have you been over the past week since we've done the last show? The past week, well, I've I've not done much really. I've been working. Did a night shift, which was fun. Listened, I, I listened to some wrestling music to get me through, some other music to get me through it. It's good. Um, good. It well, was on Watch Raw on my break. How, how was that? Are you okay? I survived. Yeah, I survived. <laughs> Just about. Yeah. Uh, well, I had I had a quite a good time. I had I had my birthday. That was that was enjoyable. Good. What what did you get for your birthday? What did I get for my birthday? I got um I got another Becky Lynch T-shirt. Nice. So all was good. I, although I got two because my dad who bought it didn't understand that buy one get one for a pound meant get one for a pound across the whole store. So I've now got two Becky Lynch T-shirts exactly the same. It means that you'll never have to worry at uni again when you have to like not wear a Becky Lynch T-shirt. Yeah, you have this three is now. sure. I have three. Yes, although two of them are the same, and it's stressful enough wondering whether you've worn the same clothes two classes in a row or not. Well, somehow. just you know, mix it up. Do like a Monday, Tuesday with one T-shirt. Do a Wednesday with another, and then come back in with a clean third one. Yeah, this is uh, yeah. all things to think about. What else did I get for my birthday? Uh, my mum got me a little guitar-shaped spoon, which is not a spoon-shaped not... guitar. No, that would that would have been a lot better. A little guitar-shaped spoon, which is not deep enough to use as a spoon uh it's kind of a shame what else, what else did i get for my birthday i went out for dinner that was nice lovely uh what else uh that was that was about it really uh but no it was all in all a good day uh, a lot Any of back went. problems or replacement hip now that you're 20 i have noticed I've had a, wee bit of, a wee bit of a sore back uh the past couple of days but you know it's uh so i'm very much uh the the Kyle O'Reilly of, of yet another wrestling podcast, but we'll get into that a bit later. Yes. And of course, the day after my birthday was uh, NXT TakeOver 25. It was indeed. It was NXT TakeOver 25. Uh, it was good. Loved it. It was very, very good, but we'll get into that a bit later. First, we've got some news. First up, obviously, it's the Saudi Arabia show this coming Friday, or today, if you're listening to it on the day that it'll hopefully go out. Yes, um, yes, hopefully it's today. And a little bit has come out saying that the Saudi government people, Mohammed bin Salman and all that, have told WWE that they don't want Sami Zayn there because of where he comes from. And I know that there's been political tensions between those two countries. However, they're they're doing this for money at the behest of their own talent. And it is such a shame. Yeah, it's it's not a great situation. Um, and the fact that Sami is of Syrian origin that clashes quite badly f- in, in Saudi Arabia, they're yeah. not a big fan of, of Syrians. And it's just, it is a shame, like you said, that they're, they're choosing money over their own talent. But, like, when they signed the deal, they knew what they were getting themselves into. If the reports are true that there is Alexa Bliss and Natalia on the flight out and are apparently having a match, then they, there is kind of the praise that they're going to be giving themselves that they're quite progressive if a women's match goes ahead. You know, that's warranted. They can say they're yeah. being quite quite progressive. It's just a shame that talent such as Sammy or like Alistair Black, who also isn't allowed to go, aren't aren't being able to, to perform because of the country. 
that they're in. Yeah, and you know we've said time and time again that if you look at it, WWE really are a truly horrible company, and this is just another another thing to add to the list. John Moxley is now the IWGP US Champion after appearing at I can't remember the name of the show. I know best so of the Super Juniors. Yes, best of the Super final. Juniors. Uh-huh. Yes, he appeared at Best of Super Juniors final and faced Juice Robinson, the former CJ Parker, in NXT for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. It was a fantastic match. Moxley looked incredible in this match. So much more engaged than he was during his WWE run as Dean Ambrose. It was great to see him back in the ring. I thought it was very strange seeing him in something that wasn't a tank top and jeans because he wore like more traditional wrestling attire such as the trunks and the small boots, which I think were a tribute to Minoru Suzuki. It was, it was a great match. The other, another thing, though, at the Best of Super Juniors, British native Will Ospreay won the mm-hmm. Best of Super Juniors for the second time, which I think he joins maybe five or six people, and it's 31 years. I think it's 31 years of Best of Super Juniors. So he's, he's one of six people to have won it twice. Uh, Will Ospreay is a very talented man who appeared to hate his own neck. He does he does some incredible things that is very, very dangerous. Yes. Uh, speaking of very, very dangerous, there's talk of a couple of NXT call-ups uh, coming courtesy of Big Dave Meltzer. Uh, there's talk of Shayna Baszler and Adam Cole getting called up, which I am not too happy about because, as we all know, NXT call-ups uh, usually go poorly. They do. There's a, there's a history of poor... NXT call-ups, more looking at like the names, the EC3 is one of them. Uh, he's actually probably the worst utilised out of all the NXT call-ups, I would say. Recently, uh, anyway. Yeah, recently, anyway. Yeah, but Tyler, Tyler was still utilised. Like, he was still True. in stuff. It was just a comedy act. Whereas EC3 is just nothing. Um, maybe The Ascension. I forgot about The Ascension. Yeah. Uh, Authors of Pain as well, or AOP as they're known now. Yeah, I mean, they've been out with quite a bit with an injury. I, I guess maybe the worst utilised is the revival um, in terms of <laughs> how they've actually been treated. Former Raw Tag Team Champions, no less. Yeah, but if the rumours are true that Cole and Baszler are coming to the main roster at some point, I'd imagine it would be after SummerSlam. Yeah. And I imagine Cole will come up with the rest of the Undisputed Era. You'd like to think because what is that? I know that Adam Cole's a great wrestler, but the whole yeah. So the Undisputed Era are really one of the best factions that I can remember. Uh, you can maybe even put them alongside stuff like Evolution and uh, the Four Horsemen as the best factions that the company's ever seen. So we'll see what it goes, but they've been fantastically utilised on NXT, but I don't know whether that'll carry on uh, for the main roster. And Shayna Baszler, sure. The women division needs a shake needs a shake up that's not just um Charlotte Flair in every title match. So she could be a force to be reckoned with if, of course, used properly, which looking at people like Asuka, Ember Moon, and a Kyrie Sane, I know she's only been up for a couple of weeks, but mm, the Kabuki Warriors, not a fan. So we'll see if these rumors are true and only time will tell if they'll be utilized properly. No, definitely, definitely. I, with Undisputed Era, if they're on SmackDown, I think they'll be utilised fine. If they're on Raw, no. <laughs> no. And the same with Baszler. 
But uh, yeah, as you say, only time will tell. Uh, is that all we've got for news? The Triple H thing you've got there, I don't know what it yes, is. Yes, the Triple H, I believe it's called Creation and Destruction, is a half an hour documentary on the network about Triple H's week of WrestleMania. Right. And it's just all the different hats that he needs to wear whether he's doing proper business stuff, whether he's uh, in Gorilla at NXT, whether he's wrestling at Mania, or he's even having a chat with uh, Rick Rubin at one point. It's just such... He's, he's, a, ve- he's a very busy boy, is mm. uh, Big Paul. It's a very good a very good documentary, and you should all go and watch it. Oh, that sounds quite interesting. It's very good. Yep. Yeah, well, I'll need to give that one a watch alongside the Becky 24. I've still not watched that one. Have you still not watched it? No, I need to I've, watch them I've, both. I've not watched the Ronda one. The Becky Lynch one was very good. Well, I'll I'll add it to my list. Uh, right, well, we mentioned uh, Triple H sitting in Gorilla at NXT. He was doing that last Saturday, last Saturday night. Now, a wee bit of just uh, a background is I was out, as we mentioned last week, I was watching uh, American Idiot on stage in Glasgow. It was very good. Came home, uh, watched the football. Game wasn't mm-hmm. very good, but the result was brilliant. And about oh, one o'clock in the morning, I stuck on... NXT watched the first three matches. It got to about quarter past three in the morning. I tapped out and thought, right, I'll watch the rest of it tomorrow and got up on the Sunday and watched the final two matches. Yes. Very, very tired. Uh, but, Sounds yeah. like a very, very long day for you. It was a long day. Right, shall we just get stuck into this? Yeah, we'll just crack through NXT. We'll run through it quite quickly because there was only, what, five matches? Uh, kicking off the card, we had Matt Riddle versus uh, Roddy Strong of the Undisputed Era and... For an opener, this was pretty good. That was a great opener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it set the tone for the evening quite well. Matt Riddle showcased his incredible ability with there was a, a spot where it's just so many knees to, to Roddy's head and he flips him over and then he hit oh it was like a power bomb and then flips him round into another knee. It was glorious. It was incredible. Yeah, and of course uh, targeting uh, Matt Riddle's back uh, as yes. well was a great move which just carried on a bit into the next match uh, which we'll talk to in a bit but yeah I mean Matt Riddle winning here where where do we see him going is he going to go straight into the title picture now uh, potentially he's knocked off Roddy Strong so I, I guess he might go after Cole next like that would make a bit more sense if he keeps his feud up with the Undisputed Era mm. there's now a, a trophy to like to get um, so I, I guess he, he could go with go that route if not Maybe main roster after SummerSlam. He, he was teasing uh, that he was going to show up on Raw. He's been he re- doing that yeah. for months. Yeah. Uh, he, really, he really wants to face Brock Lesnar. Um, and I think that could be a great match if, of course, like most things, Brock can be arsed. I, I wonder if Brock would be arsed with Riddle. He likes a smaller opponent and Riddle is not smaller. He's MMA, so I wonder if Brock could be more inclined to have a good match with him. It would be a very interesting match. Yeah, um, and as far as predictions go, which uh, oh, we'll get into a bit later, don't worry. Mm. This was us one each. We both predicted our riddle to beat Ronnie Strong, and we were correct. Yeah, was, I'm glad. I was I was glad that we both got that one right. It was a yes. good, good match, good result. Yes. Uh, up next, we had the Fatal 4-Way ladder match for the vacated NXT Tag Team Championships, which were the Street Profits. Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan, the Undisputed Era of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, and the Forgotten Sons. Oh, God, right, just a, a little moment of silence for Kyle O'Reilly's back. It, it was, was It was brutal. Yeah, I mean, there was there was a hole in it. There was, there was welts. Hole, there was welts. There was also a hole in his back. 
Mm. It was, yeah. I was thinking about this, and I went back and I watched the Undisputed Eaters match with uh, Mustache Mountain, where yes. Tyler Bate had to throw in the towel. Kyle O'Reilly's great. Is he really underrated? I would say he's underrated in the fact that he has the ability to be a top singles guy, mm-hmm. and he's in a tag team. And he's no—he's not like the main focus of the undisputed era. That has always been Adam Cole. So I yeah. guess you could say he is underrated in that sense. In the ring, people appreciate his talent, so he's not underrated there. Yeah, in More the ring, he's excellent. Placement and card. But n- no one ever thinks of him as uh, amazing. He's, he's always there. Always does a fantastic job. He it truly is a very special talent, with a very mm-hmm. sore back. Yes. But uh, yeah, this match was—it was something else. Just. Ladders, ladders getting chucked a bit. I love the match. Uh, I thought it's one of the best ladder matches in NXT history. Yeah, and there's been a few. Yes. There certainly has been. been a few. Yeah, there was the North American Championship match, and there was also DIY. Who else was uh, there? DIY and so the Authors of Pain. Yes, DIY and the Authors of Pain. They are both uh, standouts, mm-hmm. but this was, this was brutal. I was very pleased that the Street Profits won. See, I, I didn't want them two to reasons. win. I didn't want them yeah. to win, but yeah. I was pleased. I got so behind them in this match because mm-hmm. of how they they wrestled, especially uh, Montez Ford uh, with his springboard off of the the ropes onto the ladder. It got you could hear the crowd erupt because they knew yeah. that it was it was going to happen. And there was a, su- a surprisingly good showing from uh, the Forgotten Sons in this in their first uh, their first takeover outing. They did surprisingly well. Uh, they used the 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 muscle of Jackson Riker surprisingly well. They yeah, he utilized properly. Mm-hmm. He destroyed destroyed everybody, and then everybody beat him up. And that was yeah. that was done quite well. And the fact that the all in all a very good match, I would have preferred it if the Undisputed Era would have won. I really would have. I don't think the Street Profits reign is going to be long, but I can see if Cole is going out to the main roster and they're taking the Undisputed Era with him then why the Undisputed Era didn't win here. Yeah, true. Like, it's the same with Cole. I think Cole will have a short title ring, you know? Which, I mean, booking-wise, you would kind of want, maybe because Baszler's been champion for so long, that mm-hmm. all the, the last couple of NXT championship reigns have been quite short. Yeah. From, uh, yeah. Well, Champa's was, was very long. It was one of the yeah. longest. Yeah, Champa's and was pretty hefty. I think Gargano's has quite, been quite short. I think it was 57 days. So it's it's nice to see a change in title length. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, this put you 2-1 up in the predictions. It did, indeed. But that lead was not much like Johnny Gargano's title reign. That lead was not long for this world. As in the next match, Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai. Sorry, I totally forgot. I forgot oh, I about Tyler. The, yeah, I, the, the North the, American Championship matchup next. My, my, my apologies, yes. Sorry, uh, the dream. Velveteen Dream against Tyler Breeze for the NXT North American title. Again, we always say it about TakeOver, but it was a very good match. Yeah, no, it was... Again, each match has uh, arguments to be made for it to be the, the best match of the card. Mm-hmm. And I think this match was no exception. It was nope. exactly what it needed to be. Breeze showcased why he was one of the best talents in NXT when he was in NXT. He was and there. why he's one of the most underutilized on the main roster. Dream did exactly what he needed to do. He was every bit as talented as he has proven himself to be. No complaints for this match. Uh, no complaints at all, apart from the whole belt thing. Uh, having yeah. the belt handing the belt back to the ref. You know, a bit iffy. But other than that, uh, great match. And I think it was you that said the last time the mutual show of respect between the two of them. Yes. They might have, then they might have another match down the, down the line. I'd be, I'd be up for that. Yeah, I believe I... Per- correctly predicted that they would have a, a show of respect at the end 
And I think I think we'll be seeing a heel turn the next match that they have afterwards, where it will be a very similar uh, interaction, except there will be an actual heel turn. Well, if that continued, you having a 3-2 lead? No. Yes, you're still ahead by one at this point. Yes. Anyway, as we uh, as we touched on a second ago, and I got a bit overexcited, uh, we had Shayna Baszler against Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. Now, if it wasn't for the main event, this would be getting the five-star hog splash. Wow. I, re- I really enjoyed this. I thought it was great. The one problem I have with this match mm-hmm. is the Aftermath. Okay, it didn't make with, sense to me at all. No, okay, I can see where you're coming from. It would kind of make more sense if either Shirai had passed out or she was a heel, but neither mm-hmm. happened. So And it's, yeah, it just felt it wasn't a double turn, but no. it was a very heelish thing to do. Shayna kind of beat her fair and square. There's no doubt in that. And so why did she go off the handle? It made her look very worked. heelish. Yeah, well, I was out on Sunday uh, with uh, a friend of mine. And we were talking. We were talking about it, and he said that their next match could maybe be a no DQ if they have another one, or do they bring Candice into it and make it a triple threat, and then give Candice the belt? There's so many ways that they, they could go with the women's title. If Baszler's going up to the main roster, then whoever she faces at SummerSlam weekend is Toronto. Gonna, is, yeah, NXT Toronto is is gonna is gonna likely take the title. So, if they do a triple threat, at least that gives us a bit, bit of mystery around it. I think Shirley's been a great a great champion because she is so dominant and she always wins and she's so just brutal and fearsome and now she's got her two lackeys in the form of Jessamy Duke and Mooney Shafir mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like she's going to uh, lose the belt anytime soon but she she must surely I'm I'm sure she will I'm sure she will it's mm-hmm. it's one of those stories where it's you've got the dominant champ. And then you'll have the big underdog moment. And that's what I mean by, by yeah, Io Shirai doesn't seem like an underdog no. in this story. Especially the fact that she managed to destroy Shayna after the match, the kendo stick, and a steel chair. It didn't seem very underdoggy. Candice? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But the thing is with Io Shirai, I don't understand why they didn't uh, take her up to the main roster with Kyrie Satan rather than just plonking Kyrie and Asuka together and just going oh they're Japanese so let's give them a, a vague Japanese tag team name and hope for the best and they yeah that one nothing. puzzled me that one puzzled yeah. me as well but it's Vince McMahon so yeah uh, why, <laughs> not, not why, can... not, why not just stick Nakamura with them yeah make it a trifecta after. yeah or don't know bring back Yoshitatsu with his horrible entrance music Oh, I hated Yoshitatsu. I still hate Yoshitatsu. Poor Yoshitatsu. A uh, good wrestler, but yeah, he never he never delivered any great matches. Unlike our next match on NXT, which is a great match. Yes, and is getting the five star hog splash. I mean, because of course it is. Of course. I mean, it, it it was it better than their NXT takeover New York match. That's the okay. question we've got to ask ourselves. I've watched this match twice. Uh, I watched it on Sunday morning and I watched it again the other night and it's fant- even even though and I went and I said this to my mum at the time um, who is not a wrestling fan you know even though I, I know who wins and I know everything that happens it's still amazing mm-hmm. it, and it was what 32 minutes long so it was quite a hefty match but it keeps you interested for the entire the entire half an hour oh no doubt it's, no doubt it was it was a very engaging match and there was the whole uh johnny going after adam cole's arm and adam going after johnny's leg so there was the story of that you had um cole calling out the undisputed era and then them not showing up you had the panama the panama sunrise which i think is the move that makes me wince the most because next uh, do you not like the canadian destroyer i, I don't like i love watching it. i think it's an amazing move but 
Next, please. Supposedly, it's an incredibly safe move to perform. Oh, supposedly. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't like to take one because it looks horrible. Yeah, I think it. I think it'd be fun. Panama Sunrise looks fun. If there's anybody out there who would like to give Fraser a Panama Sunrise, then yeah, feel free. Please DM me on Twitter. We'll set this up. I just got a thought of you now being Panama Sunrise into oblivion. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was a fantastic match. Uh, super kicks galore as well. Yeah, uh, we the, do love the best super kick. super kick was when Johnny did a tope suicida through the the ropes and fell short, and Adam Cole kicked him, and he just mm-hmm. landed on his stomach. It was brutal. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was an absolutely just fantastic. Match. I think it might be the best match I've ever seen. Wow, oh, I, I think it's a great match. It was a great match. I preferred their NXT New York bout, I think. I need to re-watch them both. I've only watched them both once, so I do need to watch them again to sort of solidify my thoughts on them. Yeah, I mean, I've watched them both twice, and they're both... And it is kind of strange, because you always thought that the Gargano-Champa rivalry was going to be the defining rivalry in NXT. But Gargano-Cole is... Yeah. No, it is one of the best feuds going mm-hmm. and it's just appeared out of nowhere but they have they've been two absolutely fantastic matches and it is uh well deserving of the five-star hog splash but where do we see gargano going now that he's lost the belt i see him challenging for the belt at toronto it's like extending the feud out a wee bit longer just to take it to toronto and then from there if cole goes up to the main roster put the belt back on gargano uh... I mean, I'm not, I'm not, see, I'm not yeah. entirely sure. To quote Jeremy Clarkson, here's what I think. You have Cole Gargano 3 at Toronto. Another barn burner. Wrap up that feud. Gargano goes to the main roster or 205 Live, either or. He won't be utilised to the best of his abilities in either mm-hmm. of them. And then you have Cole versus Riddle for a while. Okay. Then, yeah. then you can... And in that time, you can get the Undisputed Era to win the tag titles. You can maybe have Roddy win the US title. And you have your Undisputed Era draped in gold. That would be that would be an ideal situation. Obviously, have them on the War Games. Uh, war Games take over. Maybe put all the belts on the line if you want and see where we go from there. You've got but, it all yeah. figured out. You need to be I'm... emailing Triple H. I will. I'll send. I'll send Big Paul an email. Yeah. Yes. We um. But I'm all on board with the Undisputed Era. I'm not quite. Becky Lynch levels of excitement, but yeah, I'm all on board with them. They're they really are brilliant. Oh, they 100%. Yeah, but that I guess that was NXT. The it was the story of the undisputed era. Essentially, was the 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 story going in was they were trying to win all the gold. They didn't successfully, no, they didn't. but they still came out on top. And that's who the people are talking about is is the undisputed era and Adam Cole. So they they were successful in some way. Well, that was NXT Takeover 25, and on the main roster side, Rob's crap, SmackDown's crap. That's yeah, as you were. That's a great roundup. Yeah, Raw and SmackDown were both crap. The only good thing was the Firefly Funhouse. Do the muscle man dance. Do the Muslim Man Dance, yeah, that was it. That's really that's all you need to know because Rotten's Smackdown were both absolutely Terrible. dreadful. Yes, yeah. We'll be back for our predictions. Oh, just on the subject of predictions, um, it was a draw, so I've kept I've kept me Goldie. What did we both? So what was what was the results in all? Both Riddle, both Riddle. I won Street Profits. I won Basler. Basler, yep. We, we both did Belvish and Dream, and we both went with Adam Cole. Four four. We had three match. We we three matches the same, and we were one each in the other two. So four Damn each. It. So I retained my title. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Sorry, Fraser. I think due to draw, it should be held in abeyance and should be vacated, but not, you know, not at all. On. It's, it's your own fault. It is. Yeah. It's own fault, but there'll be another chance to. You'll, you'll have a shot at winning the title, at least at uh, 
WWE stomping grounds, and we'll be back for our predictions for that. Yeah, at we will. some some point later in the month, we're going to have a week off. Quite frankly, we deserve it. Yes, and I've got lots of work. Yeah, that's a hell of a thing. Oh, but yeah, we'll be back with stomping ground, whatever that is. We'll do some predictions, and I will get my title back. You certainly shall not. Uh, but in the meantime, Fraser, where can people keep up with you on the internet? As usual, it's at the Fraser Porter on both Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, if you want to get in touch with me, it's at David underscore ALA on Twitter and B David Hogg on Instagram. And if you want to get in touch with the show, it's at YAWP underscore pod. Right, well, that's Perfect. Uh, we've got the end uh, The end of episode nine. So I think at this point, Hulk Hogan's going to come in with a busted eye and try and take mm-hmm. my bit off me. That's what he's going to do. Yeah, okay. yeah Hulk Hogan's going to appear. Right, well, until next time, thank you for listening. See ya. Bye. See ya.